best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. With you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together today and ask, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. God's Word is indeed the thing that we can lean on and trust in to give us the hope for whatever we are facing today. I know that so many are going through rough seasons, myself included, and um, just knowing that when I pick up the Word of God, I can find truth, I can find hope, I can find restoration, I can find peace and comfort knowing that this life is not the end. There is better days ahead. There is more to come. Um, living in a life of eternity with Jesus Christ forever. Um, even just reading again this morning about Lazarus and and Jesus, you know, speaking over him, talking about that even though he die, he will live. And I just am grateful to know that there is that hope ahead that I don't have to even really worry about today um, because God's got it. He's got our back. He's with us. He's for us. He's gone ahead of us. He's hemmed us in behind and his angels are encamped all around us. I believe that with all my heart, um, knowing that he, he wants the best for us, even more than we want the best for ourselves, but the, the difference is he actually knows what the best is. And so even when we walk through days of, of struggle and suffering, he is producing in us uh, character. He's producing in us the, the life that he needs for us in order to be able to live as representations of him on this earth, drawing the hearts of all men toward him. This month of March, we have been spending talking about gentleness, this word gentleness. And uh, it is a word that exemplifies, or my, excuse me, my mother exemplifies this, this word uh, gentleness so well. This was her character was, was very gentle in, in her, her actions and how she lived her life and her presence. Um, but also, as we're talking this week in her actions, she was gentle. And I believe that she was the representation of, of Jesus to us and our family, um, to all that she knew. Um, and I'm going to celebrate that today. Celebrate her gentleness toward me. There were many times when she could have chosen to be harsh with me um, because of how I was behaving or acting or what I said to her. Uh, as a mother-daughter growing up, we had our moments, um, of course, and um, she always chose gentleness with me. Um, and even as, as Marshall spoke in his, his eulogy that in, we've been married for, for almost 19 years and um, this will be our 18th 
anniversary this year. And uh, all of that time, he's even said that he has never seen her raise her voice. That's a long time. We've been together a lot and she's had plenty of opportunity to raise her voice um, with many people, but she's chosen gentleness and um, I'm just grateful to have had her as an example and I, she will, her example will live on in my heart and my mind as we just celebrate her life, continue to celebrate her. But Proverbs 25:15 says this, by patience and a calm spirit, a ruler may be persuaded. By patience and a calm spirit, a ruler may be persuaded. And a soft and gentle tongue breaks the bone. A soft and gentle tongue breaks the bone. So again, we're talking about gentleness. And today specifically, I wanna focus in on gentle words. The gentle tongue, what we say and, and how we say it. A gentle tongue can break the bone. Uh, my daughter Cora last Sunday was jumping on a trampoline just the day before we left with a friend in St. Louis and late day before we left St. Louis and hurt her foot and we were thinking, okay, you know, walk it off, it'll be fine. Um, it's just a little swollen, a little bruised. Of course, and a couple of days went by and it wasn't getting better. Lo and behold, she has fractured and broken through her bone. And so she is in a boot and with cat, uh, will be getting cast uh, next week on crutches. And um, I was just thinking about that situation in terms of this very verse. Uh, of course, we didn't know when I was planning this that we would actually have a, a real broken bone to compare it to. Um, but it, it took a lot of force for that bone to be broken. And even with, as we were finding out through her x-rays and stuff that she has a, a weak spot in her bone, there was a, a cyst that caused that part of her bone to be broken. Um, and even with that, it took a lot. <laughs> it took a lot for her bone to be broken. And I think so often in our human mind, our human way of thinking, we think it, it takes force, it takes you know, this, this harsh edge, it takes coming down with, with a hammer um, in order to convey a message or to get our word across or to get the last word in or for, you know, for people to be changed. Like we just have to come at them with harshness. That tends to be my nature that I, I just wanna communicate with a place of harshness where I feel like I'm, I'm not justified or I, I can't be heard unless I, I communicate with harshness. And yet God in his word tells us that it is, no, it, it is the gentle tongue that breaks the bone. It's the gentle tongue that breaks the bone of resistance, one of the versions says. And it is through a patient and calm spirit that a ruler can be persuaded. So patience, a calm spirit, and a gentle tongue are what lead to persuasion and the softening or break, breaking of a bone in communication with others. I believe that this soft and gentle, this peaceable spirit is, is our strength. It is our strength. It is the, the idea of meekness, it's strength under control. Having the ability to communicate with others 
using our words, speaking with gentleness and calmness is our strength because it shows that we are choosing, choosing, and this is a choice, to be surrendered to God and his will for us, his desire for us, then being surrendered to our own will, our own desire. We can come at the, come at this relationship, our relationships with others um, through making this choice, either choosing to be harsh or choosing to be gentle. And I believe that it is God and it working in and through us that we can have the strength to operate out of a place of gentleness. This spirit of gentleness shaves off the callous. I know that firsthand because that is what Jesus has done for me in my life. That as I've gotten to know him, it's daily, daily uh, layer by layer of callous, of my own, uh, this, this layer of, of defensiveness, this layer of uh, having to be tough and put on this you know, tough outer shell has been shaved off. He softened me day by day as I choose to come before him. I choose to say, okay, God, not my will, but your will be done in and through me. He's softened my spirit. He softened my heart. He softened me and he is at work in me, softening my, my words as well and how I communicate as well. This is what Jesus did for us. He showed up for us in the most gentle, vulnerable way as he chose to go to the cross. He chose to, um, to, to go to the full degree um, of, of suffering for us on the cross. And it was his gentleness that broke my heart, that broke my heart and, and saw that this is a God that I want to know. This is a God that I want to know because he could, out of everyone, he could choose to be gentle. He could choose to come at me with, with a rod and an iron fist, and yet he's choosing to be gentle with me, showing his love and his mercy and his grace in my life. And I believe that it is through his uh, example that we can also know how we can act with those around us that he draws us to himself and he persuades us of his love because of his gentleness. He persuades us of his grace and mercy because of his gentleness to us. What I believe that God is trying to teach me and, uh, and maybe all of us is that it's as much about how we communicate as much as it is about what we communicate. It's almost more important the how, how our message is delivered, how, how what I'm trying to say is communicated than what it is we're saying. It's really hard for people to even hear or receive what I'm saying if I'm not communicating from a place of gentleness and patience and kindness and love from a calm spirit instead of a revved up spirit. Um, I believe that God is showing me too that there is a difference and a distinction between entering into a conversation 
uh, calm or revved up that I know that when I'm revved up that I'm coming at it from my own my own spirit my own strength instead of coming at it from a, a calm spirit which would be God's spirit working in and through me allowing me to be gentle in those moments and place in time when I feel like I, I can't be gentle I don't know how to be gentle in my own my own strength He's teaching me to, to be surrendered to him and to his uh, power at work in and through me. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for your spirit. I thank you so much for the example of Jesus Christ. I thank you for the example of my mom, of her being gentle with me when, when she didn't need to be, <laughs> when she had every reason not to be. She chose to be gentle, and, and I see her example, uh, and, I, and as I look at Jesus, I see Jesus in my mom. And thank you, God, for that example that I got to see in flesh and blood in my life. I thank you for the example that I get to read about in Jesus Christ as he was gentle with, uh, with all he came into contact with as well, Lord. He didn't yell and scream and he didn't um, speak harshly with the with the pharisees or or with pontius pilate or with the with um the sadducees and the pharisees he didn't speak harshly with his disciples he was calm he was gentle and he demonstrated uh, his his great love your great love through his his presence on this earth. God, I just thank you that we can live in that same spirit. God, I pray that you would transform my heart today, that I would choose today, moment by moment, Lord, to, to operate, to speak words that are gentle. I would choose to even to know and understand that that is a choice. I can choose to speak from a gentle tone or a harsh tone, God. It, it is a choice that I can surrender to you and to your spirit, knowing that with your spirit at work in me, I can always choose gentleness. That you would give me the strength to do that, Lord Jesus. I pray that for all of us, not just me. So thank you, Father God, for being at work, being alive and well, that your spirit is alive and well in the midst of us, Lord Jesus. I pray that as we uh, allow ourselves to be surrendered to your spirit, that you would transform us day by day. I thank you, Father, for your love, for your grace and your mercy. And God, I pray that as your word in Proverbs 25, 15, Lord, as this word was sent out to those who are listening today, Father God, I pray that it would transform, it would produce fruit in the hearts and minds and lives of all who would choose to listen to it, to take it to heart, and to, to allow your spirit to change us. In Jesus' name, we pray all of these things, and may you receive the glory, Lord, both now and forever. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Monday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. 
If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.